0: Today is the 19th day of April. Welcome to Psalms Cast. I am Denise. It is great to be here today with you guys. The last couple of days have been a challenge, and yet the Lord is faithful. So let's journey forth into our five chapters of the Psalms today. Psalm 19, Psalm 49, Psalm 79, Psalm 109, and Psalm 139. These are powerful Psalms. We are reading from the voice translation of the Bible. Let's take just a brief moment to invite the Lord to be the focus. Father in heaven, we come humbly here into your presence to spend time with you, seeking to know you, to draw near to you, to experience your mercy and your grace in the midst of the challenges of our life. We ask that you would generously pour into us truth. We are desperate. We are desperate for hope. Open our minds and open our hearts to everything that you have for us today. We desire to be transformed by you. Lead, guide, and illuminate. Psalm 19, a song of David. The celestial realms announce God's glory. The sky testifies of his hand's great work. Each day pours out more of their sayings, each night more to hear and more to learn. Inaudible words are their manner of speech, in silence their means to convey. Yet from here to the ends of the earth, their voices have gone out. The whole world can hear what they say. God stretched out. In these heavens, a tent for the sun. And the sun is like a groom who, after leaving his room, arrives at the wedding in splendor. He is the strong runner who, favored to win in his race, is eager to face his challenge. He rises at one end of the skies and runs in an arc overhead. Nothing can hide from his heat, from the swelter of his daily tread. The Eternal's law is perfect, turning lives around. His words are reliable and true, instilling wisdom to open minds. The Eternal's directions are correct, giving satisfaction to the heart. God's commandments are clear, lending clarity to the eyes. The awe of the Eternal is clean, sustaining for all of eternity. The Eternals' decisions are sound. They are right through and through. They are worth more than gold, even more than abundant pure gold. They are sweeter to the tongue than honey or the drippings of the honeycomb. In addition to all that has been said, your servants will find, hidden in your commandments, both a strong warning and a great reward for keeping them. Who could possibly know all that he has done wrong? Forgive my hidden and unknown faults. I am your servant. Protect me from my bent toward pride and keep sin from ruling my life. If you do this, I will be without blame, innocent of the great breach. May the words that come out of my mouth and the musings of my heart Meet with your gracious approval, O Eternal, my Rock, O Eternal, my Redeemer. Psalm 49 Some songs are described as wisdom psalms, similar in theme to the short sayings of Proverbs or the reflective essays of Ecclesiastes. These songs offer practical advice to the worshiper of the one true God. In Psalm 49, we find a meditation on wealth and wisdom, but others describe daily activities, encouragement when evil succeeds, and the results of following God or wickedness. The purpose of these songs is to edify those who sing and those who hear, reminding them and us how to live life as God intends. Listen, everyone, all you who reside in this world, give an ear. Everyone, rich and poor, young and old, wise and foolish, humble and mighty. My mouth will overflow with wisdom. The reflections of my heart will guide you to understand the nature of life. I will tune my ear to the words of a proverb, to the sounds of a harp. I will reveal my riddle. Why should I be afraid when dark evil swirls around me, when I am walking among the sin of evildoers, those who depend on their own fortunes, who boast about their earthly riches? One person can't grant salvation to another or make a payment to the true God for another. Redeeming a life is costly. No premium is enough. Ever enough, that one's body may live on forever and never fear the grave's decay. Everyone knows that even the wisest ones die, perishing together with the foolish and the stupid. For all die, beggars and kings, fools and wise men. Their wealth remains behind for others. Although they wish to dwell in fine houses forever, their graves are their real resting places. their homes are for all future generations, yet for a while they have named lands after themselves. No one, regardless of how rich or important can live forever. He is just like the animals that perish and decay. This is the destiny of those foolish souls who have faith only in themselves. This will be the end of of those happy to follow in their ways. The fate of fools is the grave, and just like sheep, death will feast on them. The righteous will rule over them at dawn, their bodies, their outward forms rotting in the grave, far away from their great mansions. But God will reach into the grave and save my life from its power. He will fetch me and take me into his eternal house. Do not be afraid of the rich and powerful, as their prestige and honor grow. For they cannot take anything with them when they die. Their fame and glory will not follow them into the grave. During their lives, they seek every blessing and advantage, because others praise you when you've done well. But they will soon join their ancestors for all of time. Among the tombs of the faithless, a place of no light. Anyone who is rich or important without understanding is just like the animals that perish and decay. Just a few words before we start Psalm 79. The book of Psalms records both the highs and lows in the lives of God's covenant people Psalm 79 is an example of the communal lament after the destruction of Jerusalem and the loss of God's temple. Songs like these address God with a complaint resulting from some sort of national tragedy. Communal laments share a common structure. First, the singers address God and tell Him of their problems. Second, they beg Him for help and express trust that He will answer them often remembering how he has saved Israel in the past. Finally, the singers promise to praise God once he has solved their problem. The specifics of the situation determine the thrust of the song. Communal laments are often the people's poetic and practical response to their perception of God's inactions in their affairs. Psalm 79 O God, the nations around us have raided the land that belongs to you. They have defiled your holy house and crushed Jerusalem to a heap of ruins. Your servants are dead. Birds of the air swoop down to pick at their remains. Scavengers of the earth eat what is left of your saints. The enemy poured out their blood. It flowed like water all over Jerusalem. And there is no one left left. No one to bury what remains of them. The surrounding peoples taunt us. We are nothing but a joke to them, people to be ridiculed. How long can this go on, O Eternal One? Will you stay angry at us forever? Your jealousy burning like wildfire? Flood these outsiders with your wrath, for they have no knowledge of you. Drown the kingdoms of this world that call on false gods and not on your name. For these nations devoured Jacob, consumed him, and turned his home into a wasteland. Do not hold the sins of our ancestors against us, but send your compassion to meet us quickly, God. We are in deep despair. Help us, O God, who saves us, to the honor and glory of your name. Pull us up, deliver us, and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Don't give these people any reason to ask, where is their God? Avenge the blood spilled by your servants. Put it on display among the nations before our very eyes. May the deep groans and wistful sighs of the prisoners reach you, and by your great power save those condemned to die. Pay back each of our invaders personally seven times for the shame they have heaped on you, O Lord. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will pause and give you thanks forever. Your praise will be told by our generation to the next. Psalm 109 A Song of David. O true God, of my every praise, do not keep silent. My enemies have opened their wicked, deceit-filled mouths and blown their foul breath on me. They have slandered me with their twisted tongues and unleashed loathsome words that swirl around me. Though I have done nothing, they attack me. Though I offer them love and keep them in my prayers, they accuse me. Though I treat them well, they answer me with evil. Though I give them love, they reply with a gesture of hatred. Here's what they say. Find some evil scoundrel to go after him. Let's get some accuser to level charges against him. At his trial, let's make sure he's found guilty so that even his prayers become evidence that convicts him. Let his days be few His life cut short. Let another take his position. Lay waste to his family. Let his children become orphans and his wife a widow. Let his children wander the streets. His legacy, homeless beggars, scavenging for food, driven out of the rubble and slums where they live. Let the banker take what is his. Strangers help themselves to what little is left of all he's earned. Let there be no one around him to offer him compassion, nor anyone to give his fatherless children warmth and kindness. Let his family line come to an end, no future generations to carry on his name. Let the sins of his fathers be remembered before the eternal, and the sins of his mother never be erased. Let their offenses always be before the eternal, so that the memory of this family is long forgotten by all the people of the earth. Because it never occurred to him to show compassion, instead he oppressed the poor, afflicted and broken-hearted, and sent them to their death. He loved to invoke a curse, so let his curses come back to him. He preferred not to speak a blessing, so let all blessings be far from him. He wrapped himself with cursing, draped around him like a cape. May it flood his body like water and seep into his bones like oil. Let those curses wrap around him like a cloak in a cold night, like a belt tightly knotted around him every day. Let the Eternal so reward my accusers, all those who speak and plot evil against me. But you, my Master, the Eternal, treat me with kindness for the sake of your name, the good of your reputation, because your unfailing love is so good. Oh, deliver me. You see, I am poor and needy, and my heart is broken inside me. My life is fading away like a shadow that vanishes in the evening. I am like a locust easily brushed off the shoulder. I can barely stand. My knees are weak from not eating. I am haggard and drawn, just skin and bones. I have become a person of contempt to my accusers. Whenever they see me, they taunt me, shaking their heads in disapproval. Help me, O Eternal One, my God. Come to my rescue. Save me through your unfailing love. Let everyone know that you are the source of my salvation, that you, Eternal One, have done this mighty work. Let them utter a curse, if they will, but you will speak a blessing. When they come to attack, let them know utter shame. Then your servant will celebrate and praise you. Let my enemies be clothed with disgrace and humiliation. Let them be dressed in a robe of their own shame. I will continually give thanks to the Eternal with the praises of my mouth. I will praise Him in the company of many, for He always stands in support of the afflicted and needy, to rescue their souls from those who judge and condemn them. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 139, A Song of David. O Eternal One, You have explored my heart and know exactly who I am. You even know the small details like when I take a seat and when I stand up again. Even when I am far away, You know what I'm thinking. You observe my wanderings and my sleeping, my waking and my dreaming. And you know everything I do in more detail than even I know. You know what I'm going to say long before I say it. It is true, Eternal One, that you know everything and everyone. You have surrounded me on every side, behind me and before me. And you have placed your hand gently on my shoulder. It is the most amazing feeling to know how deeply you know me inside and out. The realization of it is so great that I cannot comprehend it. Can I go anywhere apart from your spirit? Is there anywhere I can go to escape your watchful presence? If I go up into heaven, you are there. And if I make my bed in the realm of the dead, you are there. If I ride on the wings of morning, If I make my house in the most isolated part of the ocean, even then you will be there to guide me. Your right hand will embrace me, for you are always there. Even if I am afraid and think to myself, there is no doubt that the darkness will swallow me. The light around me will soon be turned to night. You can see in the dark, for it is not dark to your eyes. For you, the night is just as bright as the day. Darkness and light are the same to your eyes. For you shaped me inside and out. You knitted me together in my mother's womb long before I took my first breath. I will offer you my grateful heart for I am your unique creation filled with wonder and awe. You have approached even the smallest details with excellent. Your works are wonderful. I carry this knowledge deep within my soul. You see all things. Nothing about me was hidden from you as I took shape in secret, carefully crafted in the heart of the earth before I was born from its womb. You see all things. You saw me growing, changing in my mother's womb. Every detail of my life was already written in your book. You established the length of my life before I ever tasted the sweetness of it. Your thoughts and plans are treasures to me, O God. I cherish each and every one of them. How grand in scope, how many in number. If I could count each one of them, they would be more than all the grains of sand on earth. Their number is inconceivable. Even when I wake up, I am still near to you. I wish you would destroy all the wicked, O God. So keep away from me those who are thirsty for blood. For they say such terrible things about you, and those who are against you abuse your good name. Is it not true that I despise all who come against you? Deep hatred boils within me toward them. I am your friend, and they are my enemies. Explore me, O God, and know the real me. Dig deeply and discover who I am. Put me to the test and watch how I handle the strain. Examine me to see if there is an evil bone in me, and guide me down your path forever. I apologize that again today I am late in getting the podcast out. There have been some challenges, and instead of pushing through and being frustrated, I let go, and I trusted God, knowing that when I woke up this morning, He would help me figure this out. So, even in the most exciting moments of life changes, such as the arrival of a baby, getting married, starting that dream job. Stress is present. This life journey that each of us are tasked with navigating brings joys and sorrows, highs and lows. Receiving the priceless gift of salvation through Jesus opens our lives to amazing benefits. One, we are never alone again. And then, too, we are grafted into the eternal God's family tree. Being adopted into the Lord's family offers us an inheritance like no other. First, eternal life. And Psalm 49 really details how many wander through life, building and creating great wealth and experiencing prestige here on the earth. But there in this psalm, we learn some hard facts. Verse 11: Although they wish to dwell in fine houses forever, their graves are their real resting places. And then in verse 17, for they cannot take anything with them when they die, their fame and glory will not follow them into the grave. One truth that became more of a possibility. In 2020, with the whole COVID mess, was this death can be one breath away. In the midst of the chaos of that time, where did one run for answers? I encourage each listener to consider the journey of that time. Where did you spend your time? Where were you asking questions? How did you make health choices and decisions? What convinced you to follow a certain path? Was it, quote, the science, unquote, that man was giving and was repeated on every digital media ad nauseum? How much time were you spending in prayer, worship, fasting, and soaking and seeking in God's word, the Bible? We are about 109 days into 2021, And it is a bit easier to reflect on 2020 and how it changed not only our local communities, but the focus of many aspects became of a global worldview. And for those who have spent some time in the book of Revelation, you understand the significance of this shift. In considering 2020 in the rearview mirror, and how members of my personal extended families faced the concept of a COVID death, it was rather unsettling. All of us profess to be Christians, and yet when faced with a threat of death, instead of crying out to Jesus and getting their lives in right standing in the event that a person was on the final countdown, Over 50% hunkered down in isolation with their 24 7 newscasts and social media that told them how to live through this never ending crisis. A crisis where the goal kept changing in every situation. 2020 offered many blessings for those who were able to peel back the layers and look for those gems of blessing. In the rubble of broken lives, seeds were planted and through tears and prayers, life sprang forth. Jesus proved that he had been faithful, he was faithful, and the Holy Spirit surrounded those who sought and cried out for God's mercy and for God's grace. Many people entered into eternity, which is sad for those of us left behind. But a question that I often asked in the midst of all this sadness was this. Was the eternal Lord surprised by any one of these deaths? That answer lies in Psalm 139 that we explored today. The truth is found within verse 16. You established the length of my life before I ever tasted the sweetness of it. For those who crossed over from earthly existence into eternity, those that were faithful and had been saved by Jesus' gift on the cross received a blessing more priceless than any earthly experience. That truth is found in Psalm 49. But God will reach into the grave and save my life from its power. He will fetch me. And take me into his eternal house. It all comes down to this truth Jesus is our only hope. He is our Savior. He is our Redeemer. Yes, Lord, I am trusting and living in the sure promise that when I breathe my last, you will fetch me and take me into your eternal house. Thank you, Father, for your word. And as we say so often, thank you for another day that we can be in it together. We thank you for all that you are doing as we move into this new week. So many new experiences, new seasons of life, new seasons on the earth. And we are grateful for your word that counsels us and guides us and gives us clarity on so many levels and in so many ways. And so we are grateful. So Holy Spirit, come, increase our faith so that we can see more and more and more in your word and in the road ahead. Come, Holy Spirit, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So I do have a prayer update about Lyle, who is in South Florida. He was released from the hospital on Friday afternoon. On Sunday morning, Lyle woke up. He took a shower all by himself, and he even went into the kitchen and set up the Keurig. Okay, friends, this is totally unexpected, and it is such a blessing for the family. One of the family members told me it's like, we have him back. Yes, he's still on hospice, and we don't know what the future brings. But I ask that you continue to pray for Lyle and his family. So as we're wrapping up today, remember that if you do have questions, if you have concerns, you want to make comments, if you would like somebody to be praying for you, even just behind the scenes, doesn't have to be put out there for everybody, or if you would like a Bible. If you're in the United States, I invite you to call or text. That number is 470-240-1509. If you're outside the United States, you can use WhatsApp to reach out and connect with us. That number is 1-470-240-1509. And you can also connect or message through social media because PsalmsCast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.